Hey everyone, it is Natalie Satare, your makeup artist and beauty coach here with another episode on the Be Your Own Makeup Artist podcast. And today I'm walking you through how to apply eyeshadow like a pro every time. I have an accompanying blog post to go with this episode. So if at any time you need to refer to it or you need visual references, you can do that. But I like to actually learn how to do something, listen to it, visualize it before trying to do it. So wherever you are, if you're in the car, on a walk, on a run, at the gym, wherever you're listening, don't worry about taking notes. The notes are already there, but really kind of visualize what I'm talking about, think about it, and think about how you're going to approach your unique eyes your unique preferences, and how you're going to make what I'm about to share with you your own. So let's cue the intro and let's dig in. You are listening to the Be Your Own Makeup Artist podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Satare, former military officer turned professional and award-winning makeup artist and educator and author of the book, Be Your Own Makeup Artist. This podcast is for makeup enthusiasts, makeup artists, and everyone in between. I share insights about the beauty industry, invite industry experts, and try to keep the content more about makeup education and less about buying this or that. I'm so glad you're here and I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, before we dive into how to apply eyeshadow like a pro, I want to make sure that if you not are, if you are not already on my email list, that you hop on there. There is a couple really big things happening that I'm really excited about. It's been kind of slow. I haven't been as consistent as I like to be. I'm working on that for 2023, um, but I do see the future of all that I do. I really see that moving into my email list which if you're already there, you know that these are not your standard like buy this, buy that types of emails. They come from my heart. They talk about what's going on in the world of beauty, in my world. I have sometimes they're philosophical, sometimes they're lighthearted. But anyways, that is where I like to share a little bit more about my opinions on the beauty industry and things like that. So make sure you hop on the email list, you can just go to nataliesatare.com, scroll all the way to the bottom, and you can just sign up. If you have downloaded any of my free guides, you'll be added to the email list there too. So just go check out my website. There's lots of free guides you can get. There's so many different ways to sign up. Um, so make sure you sign up for something that you're interested in though. So let's dive into eyeshadow, shall we? Okay, so there are five steps that need to happen before you even put a, any bit of eyeshadow on the face, before you buy eyeshadow, really. And these might seem really boring and they might seem really obvious, but this is very, very important because we are all unique. We all have unique features. We all have unique preferences. We all have unique needs and desires. And when you skip through these steps without doing them, you're, and, and you're not experienced, then it might not work out so well. And it might be really discouraging and you might feel like makeup isn't for you. 
as with everything that I do, I really like to make sure that, you know, we're celebrating our uniqueness because makeup is deeply personal. And I think that that's missing sometimes from the industry. And of course, a lot of the advice I'm giving comes, you know, it's, it's, you might've heard it before. I have written about it in my books and my social media post. And there's just, you know, I can only say the same thing over and over again. So if you've heard me say it before, I'm going to keep saying it. So let's just jump into step one. Step one is determining your eye shape, obviously. Now, a lot of, I think one of the most popular posts that I've ever written is how to, what is it? I don't remember, but there is a graphic in the post about all the different eye shapes and it's a bunch of celebrity eyes. I cannot believe I don't remember the name of the post. But anyways, pe- people are they are so interested in fascinated, that was the word. They're fascinated with learning about their eye shape. But a lot of times what I see is that we like to just put one label on our eye shape. We like to say upturned or close set or monolid or downturned or wide set protruding. Uh, There is a great graphic in my book. And honestly, I shouldn't have done it, but I did. I pulled the graphic that's in my book, the exact same one that's in my book. It is in this blog post. Okay. And I list a lot of the popular eye shapes and celebrities that have it. So you can kind of get a visual and see for yourself what I mean. But please take this at face value, no pun intended. You can have, and you do have multiple facets of your eye shape. You can have almond upturned eyes. You can have protruding wide set eyes. You can have round hooded eyes. Like you, 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 they could be round and hooded and close set, right? I have pretty regular set eyes that are slightly downturned and deep set and round. That is my eye shape. And so when I'm putting on eye makeup, I have to be mindful of my eye shape. Okay. And then we're going to get into more of that, but I really need to know my, my unique eye shape in order to actually put on makeup. Now, inside of create your signature look, I do this for you. Okay. Just shameless plug. This is the create your signature look is the way to work with me one-on-one. We have a, a create your signature look where you would work with myself in a stylist, Tammy Parrish, but I also have now create your signature makeup look. So if you just want to up your makeup game and you want the face charts, you want the color analysis, you want the shopping, you want all the private lessons. It's all in this amazing bundle. So you can find that on my website, but you could go to createyoursignaturelook.com, sign up, schedule a call, whatever, if that if you're interested in that. Okay. Step two is analyze your your eye color. Now, I say analyze instead of know because we probably already know our eye color. We know if we have brown eyes or green eyes or hazel eyes or blue eyes. We already know that. And 
why I use the word analyze is because when we actually look in the eye, you can see the different undertones that exist. And when you actually zoom into your eye, it's a beautiful thing. I was just in Paris recently and there was a shop that just was doing eye art, like macro photography, like super, super macro of the eye. And then they put it, maybe it's, maybe it's everywhere. Maybe it's like a store that does it everywhere, but it was really beautiful. And yes, I want you to take a picture of your eye, look at all the colors, find the undertones. Interesting. Let's talk about these really deep and dark brown eyes. You know, sometimes you're like, no, they look black. And I swear if you look at your eye, you can find either red undertones or blue undertones. I have a client within Create Your Signature Look right now who has gorgeous brown, dark brown eyes. And her skin is a very warm, maybe even an olive, a warm olive and uh, skin tone. But when I look at her eyes, they're a really cool brown. And that is pretty cool. I have a lot of people that have blue eyes, but when you actually look really deep into it, they actually run a lot more warm than you think. So they look really blue, but there's a lot of warm undertones. This creates a really unique color story. Now, if you want a free resource, if you want, if, if color theory is super interesting to you, you have to check out my interview with Terry Tomlinson. She is the creator of the Flesh Tone Color Wheel, a color wheel that she developed for makeup artists and anyone really. She also has amazing makeup classes and stuff like that. But I have an amazing, amazing interview with her, um, color, color theory and makeup, and it's a great way to kind of get dip your toes into that world of color theory and makeup. And of course, I talk about it in my book. I break it down in really, really easy visuals um, when it comes to colors that pop or colors that complement and colors that, you know, have whatever, all of the different like big combinations that you would need to know based on your eye shape that's in my book. So anyways, so step one, you have determined your eye shape. Step two, you've analyzed your eye color. And step three is you are determining your brow shape. This is something that is just so often overlooked. If you're not a brow person, then maybe you haven't really analyzed your brow in a while. Or maybe it's been a while since you've kind of looked and made sure that the shape is still good, the shape is still there. Now, I have an amazing diagram, one that is used almost everywhere because it is kind of, when you think of the rule of thirds in photography, it's kind of the same concept when it comes to your brows. You know, you have the vertical line from the outer corner of your nose to the inner corner of the eye, you have that vertical line, and that's where your brow starts. And then um, then you have the arch where that starts and then you have the outer corner of the brow. You can do that with a pencil or a ruler. I, I don't need to explain it to you. You can go find the graphic. It's in the post. You can find the graphic anywhere. But, and that is kind of old hat. A lot of people already know this. However, it's also important to consider your face shape. And your face shape influences the brow shape. Okay, if we all had the same shape brows, we would look ridiculous. And honestly, I think 
I think you might agree and nod your head that it looks ridiculous, everybody wearing the same brow. It looks weird. We all have unique facial features. We have unique eye shapes. We also have unique brow shapes, and we need to celebrate that. We also need to celebrate that our eyes are sisters and not twins. So we want to create symmetry on the face. We want to give the illusion that you know our features are symmetrical, but they're not. And we also need to give a little bit of room when we're doing our makeup to kind of like let each personality, like I would say my left brow is always looking like a little bit more intrigued than my other brow. <laughs> like it just, the arch is perfect in my left brow and on the right it's like, come on, can I get some emotion? If you're with me, just give me a virtual, can I get an amen, fist pump? It is totally normal and it actually looks weird when things are too symmetrical. Step four, consider the occasion. I have in my little repertoire of makeup, you know, I kind of have canned looks at this point because I hate to break it to you. The, the more you do your makeup for the events that you go to and the days that you live and the days that you decide to do your makeup, it gets a little bit boring because you already know what to do. You already know what colors you already know, kind of your bag of tricks. Now for me, I love it because I don't have to worry about my makeup. Another reason why people love create your signature look, they don't have to worry about getting ready. They don't have to worry about their makeup. They already have their formula. They know how to take it from day to night. They know how to do the day look. They know how to do the night look, the zoom look, whatever. But you need to really consider the occasion that you're wearing your eye makeup for. You need to know the type of lighting. Is it going to be during the day? What's the climate going to be like? There are so many different occasions. Like, Is this going to be a business occasion? Is it going to be like a party, a cocktail party? Is it an interview? Like why? Like what is the occasion and like how, like what's appropriate for the occasion? Which is a perfect segue into step five. That is your preferences. You need to consider your preferences. These two steps, step four and step five, really go hand in hand because let's just use the example of a cocktail party, a holiday cocktail party in the evening. If you are not really big on a lot of eyeshadow or you like a really natural look, but it's going to be the night, it's going to be a holiday party and you decide all of a sudden you want to do a smoky eye, you're probably going to feel really uncomfortable because it's probably not a look that you've worn often. And when you're not wearing something that you're not comfortable in, it doesn't matter how good it looks. Can I get an amen? It does not matter how good it looks if you don't feel good in it. So you need to really consider your preferences. I tell my daughter all the time, we'll watch. When we watch the news or watch a show on TV, I'm always trying to find features and makeup and, and, and unique things about people on TV and compliment them. And one of the things is, you know, curly, really, really curly hair. My daughter loves it. And sometimes she gets sad that she can't have it. And I'm like, you know what? We can just celebrate this person and her beautiful hair. And it's okay that 
you know, she or he has this beautiful hair. You have beautiful hair too. Um, it, it doesn't, you don't have to do it. You know, it can be beautiful on someone else. You can appreciate the smoky eye on somebody else. You don't have to do it. Now, of course, I love experimenting. You should try it. You shouldn't try it the day of the event, right? You should probably practice it a little bit. Um, now, in these two steps also, it is perfect because Tammy and I, Tammy of the Clothing Compass, the stylist that I work with and create your signature look, we're also, um, we have the Confident on Stage Masterclass. It's epic. It is that kind of, we get, it's all those questions that we get asked because so many people have special occasions, special events, be it a party, an interview, a Zoom call, a speaking engagement, whatever it is, a television appearance. And they come to us like, what do I do, Natalie? What do I do, Tammy? What do I wear? How do I do my makeup? A lot of times they can't either, um, they don't have time to find a makeup artist and a stylist to do it for them, or they don't have that in their budget. And so anyways, the Confident On Stage Masterclass really, we do, we go into step four and step five, like in depth to the point where you will know exactly what your preferences are, why they are, and how to capitalize on the preferences for the occasion. It's super awesome. And there's some, yeah, it's just super awesome. You can find that at createyoursignaturelook.com slash confident. I will link it in the show notes, but it's awesome. So awesome. I cannot wait. Um, So now that you have done step one through step five, We're almost there to actual applying makeup, but here's a bonus tip. You need to, now that you've done it, you need to gather all the right tools, right? Which could be one brush, which could be your finger, which could be five different brushes and mascara, which could be so many different things. That's why it's so important to know your eye shape and especially your for, for your tools, you need to know your eye shape. You need to know what size brushes that you need to use. You need to know the effect that you want, the pigment, the eyeshadow. You want to know, do you want a doughy effect? Then you're going to need, you know, a tapered, more round brush. Or do you want a more detailed, like hard effect? And then maybe you would grab that flat angle brush or an angle brush and detail brush and pencil brushes, right? And that's going to depend... The size of those brushes are going to depend on your eye shape. So I have a makeup brush guide. Spoiler alert, I'm writing another book. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I can tell you that if you like the makeup brush guide, which is, as I record this episode, free, probably will not stay that way. Um, I'm just saying. And of course, I teach, um, you know, basics of makeup brushes in my course, Learn Makeup in Five Days. Again, you can find that link in the bio or you can Google it, but you need to gather the right tools. I, when I do, just so you can kind of for reference know, when I do a dramatic eye on myself, I'm using three or four brushes max. So we're not talking, you know, 20 or whatever, three to four max, I would say I would err on the side of three, but there we go. So now we're going to get into the eyeshadow step by step. 
Whether you are a makeup lover or makeup artist, if you like the free and unsponsored content I produce here on the podcast and on the blog, and you want to keep this conversation going or receive specific and personal recommendations and advice, please consider supporting me on Patreon. When you support my work as a makeup artist, educator, and content creator, you make it possible for me to bring even more beauty industry leaders onto the podcast and provide much needed, unbiased, unsponsored, inclusive advice and education to people like you who understand my mission. The link to join my Patreon is in the show notes or at patreon.com slash Natalie Satare. Okay, so eyeshadow step-by-step application guide. Step one, eyeshadow primer. Do you need it? It depends. Do you have really oily eyelids and you're going to wear a lot of eyeshadow? Then yes, you definitely need eyeshadow primer. Uh, But again, this depends. Do you have dry skin? Does your eyeshadow transfer? How long are you going to be wearing the eyeshadow? You know, I don't want to tell you, yes, do it. Uh, Get your eyeshadow primer I don't want to tell you yes, you might not need it. It might not be necessary. But I will say if you do have oily eyelids, if it's going to be a long day, if you're going for really dramatic or bold or very detailed look, I would say yes, you do need an eyeshadow primer. I do have a good blog post on that. If you want to dive in more, it's called a primer and makeup primer. And you can read that and learn a little bit more about primers and eyeshadow primer. So when you apply your eyeshadow primer, you apply this on the entire eye from the lid all the way up to the brow. I use my ring finger, but if you do have really oily fingers or really oily skin, then just use a synthetic domed brush that matches the size of your eye. Step two, and this one is skipped a lot, but actually This is one of my favorite things to do when I'm in a pinch and I don't have time. I contour my eyes. I'm not a fan of contouring. Like you, if you've followed me any length of time, you know, I'm not a huge fan of contouring the face and harsh lines and creating. There is a time, there is a place. Yes. But is it something that we should be doing every day? No. Should we be (laughs) alivening the face and shaping the face and manipulating our triangle of beauty absolutely but with our eyes I do like to contour the eye I like to create dimension I like to accentuate the shape and the way you do that is where your crease is and if you don't have a crease then you make a crease as long as it's in line with your preferences but you would take a cool brown kind of like the it's like a shade think of contour as a shade And what color is shade? It is like a cool brown, almost gray and ashy, but it's definitely more in the gray family. Uh, Sorry, in the brown family, we do not want to look ashy. Of course, you might want to do a complete gray eye. That's totally fine. Um, But anyways, you contour your eyes and that will instantly make your eyes pop. Like even if you just do that and put on some mascara, it's, I love it. I love the effect of just contouring the eyes. Um, but yes, these are going to also be with the matte color eyeshadow. Matte means not shiny. 
at all. No sparkle, no shimmer, completely matte. And I'm going to also tell you that mattes are a good quality matte is more expensive. And that is why you don't see as many mattes in all of these palettes that they push out. I mean, because they're expensive to create in quality. It's not as expensive to create like a glitter shadow or a metallic shadow, satins, a more satin sheen finish. You know, it gets the less matte, <laughs> the more expensive it is. So just some interesting business of makeup stuff. You know, I like to talk about that, but a good quality matte is going to be your best friend. You could also call this the transition shade. So if you are going to do a smoky eye or a more dramatic eye on the lid, you could, like if, if you're going to do a gray smoky eye, then you could use a gray. But I like to use kind of the matte, the natural matte that we find in nature on our face in the shadow, that color. Um, make sure always when you are working with darker pigment and you dip your brush into the color, into the pan, tap it off. Don't blow on it. Just tap it off. Make sure anything excess cleaning up eyeshadow is no fun. And I am one of those artists. I like to do eyeshadow after complexion. It's, I'm a creature of habit. Sometimes I remember to reverse the order, but I don't know. I, I, like to see my face first and then I can do my eye. To me, the story, I don't know. I can go really deep there and I'm going to spare you from that. But yes, I like the face to be done. So then I can, it's like the eyeshadow is nothing after that. But you do you, tap off that excess product so that you don't have to deal with a lot of fallout. So then after that, you apply your lid color and your lid color is where you go back to when you analyze your eye color and you analyze the occasion and you know your preferences. This is where you can do you. Like this is where you have a lot of flexibility and creativity. If you have very fair skin, like let's say you have very fair, cool toned skin and you have really warm, like a honey blue eye, like you can have a lot of fun with that warm and cool contrast. It's so much fun and you apply your lid color. If you have hooded eyes, you know, it's a party when you blink. It's always like a gift. So even if you cannot see the eyelid when your eyes are open, when you blink, you can still see it. So my hooded eyes beauties out there, you know, yes, you can still play with color. You can also, there are techniques to create a crease above where your crease is, and then you can extend the color up there. That's a definitely more of a technical uh, application technique, I guess, a technical technique. I don't know. It seems redundant. Um, but yes, there are ways that you can always manipulate your eyes to look like a different shape. I know for me, I have downturned eyes. Nobody ever, nobody knows that I have downturned eyes because I always do my makeup or my eye makeup in a way to make them appear not upturned, but more normal. And uh, it's always funny. It's always funny when, when people think my eyes are a different shape than they are, but that's the optical illusion. That is eye makeup. That is part of my preferences and I love doing it. So then after you apply the lid color, 
I'm going to just give you permission to skip eyeliner and go straight to mascara. Curl those, curl those brows, add some mascara. You can always tight line. I love tight lining. The reason why I'm skipping the eyeliner is because first of all, this is an eyeshadow post. And second of all, I would say majority of the clients and the people that I've worked with in almost 10 years and over the course of my life, like eyeliner is sometimes it's chef's kiss, but most of the time it's not <laughs> like a lot of times you don't need it, especially with a really, really good mascara application. What is a good mascara application? That's getting really deep into the lash line. It almost creates an eyeline, which is one of the reasons why I'm like, skip it. You can have that eyeline effect with your mascara. And then your bright, um, then step five is your eyebrows. Now you can do your eyebrows before you do your eye makeup. This is just the order that I work in. I do eyebrows at the very end. I like to frame the face, but it just depends on you and your preferences. There is no right or wrong way to do it. And of course you can use a setting powder or a setting, yeah, a setting spray or setting powder to set everything at the very end. And that's it. That is a solid, so you can use any color you want. You already know your preferences. You already know your eye colors. You know your color theory. You're ready to rock. And this is really eyeshadow one-on-one. So all of these, you know, influencers and YouTubers and makeup artist personalities, they make a beautiful and engaging content (laughs) and it's fun but it is completely unnecessary to use more than two or three colors from your palette, right? And I encourage you to build your own palette with your own colors, with your own preferences. I encourage you to build your own kit, your own brush collection. Don't buy those sets. Just get the ones that are right for you that you're going to use. Let's not waste our money and let's not waste our time. Let's celebrate what works on other people. And of course, if we want to experiment and have fun with makeup, let's do it. Be creative. Do something different. You can wash it off. But that is my how to apply eyeshadow like a pro every time. It is super basic. I'm sure I gave you a lot to think about. I would love, love, love to see your eyeshadow look. So please, if you feel inspired to play with your eyeshadows or to create some looks or maybe show me your eye colors. I would love to see that. Just please tag me um, at Natalie Satare, wherever you are on social media, send me an email. I would love to see it. That's my way of connecting with you and knowing that you're here. And that is all I have for you, my friends. I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for your time. Thank you for sharing it and trusting me as your makeup artist and educator. And until next time, stay beautiful. If you already know how our image goes hand in hand with our confidence and you know that you want to put your best face forward and you want to put your best style forward for the moments that matter on your terms, then listen up. I have partnered with Amsterdam-based Tammy Parrish, The Clothing Compass, to put together a comprehensive 12-week white glove program that is going to create your signature look. 
This is a very limited program that we are opening up in the spring of 2021. You can go to createyoursignaturelook.com to learn more, to get on the wait list, to get more information. But if you know that you want to really take your image to the next level, create your own brand identity with yourself and really make sure that you can confidently put your best face forward. No matter what, you really want to go check out createyoursignaturelook.com. It is a life-changing experience. We've had clients for years that have told us individually that our Create Your Signature Look programs have been life-changing. Now we have combined forces to make this as comprehensive as possible. This is an inclusive program. This is an accessible program. It is open to anyone who wants to put their best face forward, put the best image forward confidently. Go check it out, createyoursignaturelook.com.